So after establishing a monarchy with the people's support, Shmuel wants to retire. This is his final address to the people. He still plays lots of roles, as we'll see in the coming chapters, but in his final address, which is, reminds us of Moshe's final address, he begins by discussing personal affairs and then issues wide-ranging historical reckoning, as well as a spiritual last will and testament concerning the fundamental principles and moral aspects of the concept of monarchy. He says like this, Shmuel turns to the people of Israel at Shaul's coronation ceremony, and he says, Behold, I have heeded your voice with regard to everything that you have said to me, and I've given you, I've crowned a king for you. And you, by now, you all agree he's a worthy king. And now the king is walking before you. He has assumed the position of leadership. I am old and gray. I look old and I don't have energy. As we said, he wasn't so old. He only died at 52. And behold, my sons are with you. And let's be honest, they're not the leaders like me. Regular citizens. I have walked before you as a leader from my youth till this day. He remember, his mother committed, to him, uh, committed him in to uh, the Mishkan at age two or three. Hinani, here I am before you. Now testify against me before Hashem and before his anointed, Shaul, the king who was anointed by his command. In other words, if anybody has any issues with me, whose ox did I take for my own benefit? Whose donkey did I take? Whom did I exploit in any manner? Whom did I pressure, oppress, or bribe for a favor? Or who, from whose hand did I take a bribe to consequently avert my eyes from him? In other words, to make believe as if I'll never see their crimes. In other words, please tell me. And then I will return it to you, whatever you've given me, any bribe. I've been a judge and a leader my entire life, and if I caused any injustice, let's settle it now. They said, you did not exploit us, you did not pressure us, you did not take anything from anybody. Lo ashaktanu, lo ratzotanu, lo ishma He said to them, if so, aid Hashem bachem, the Lord is witness for you. And his anointed is witness this day that you did not find anything in my hand. Vayomer, and they all said together in unison, aid, he is witness. In other words, we're all witnesses to this. Okay, so this is the technical stuff. Now he says, Let's, it's the Lord who appointed Moshe and Aaron to lead the people, who brought your fathers from the land of Egypt. Now stand and I will enter you in judgment, examine with you before the Lord with regard to all the righteous acts of Hashem that he performed for you and your fathers. In other words, we're going to put on trial the entire history until this day. Kasher by Yaakov Mitzrayim. When Jacob and his family came down to Egypt, your fathers cried out to Hashem. Right? Vayishlach Hashem, and Hashem sent Moshe and Aaron, and he took your patriarchs out of Egypt and settled you in this land. And you forgot God, your God. And if you remember the story, you guys didn't live through it, but it was before you. Sisra, the general, the, the general of Chatzor, Hashem put you under his wing, and it was only thanks to Devorah and Barak that you were saved. And he put you under the hand of the Plishtim and the hands 
of the king of Moab and they fought you and you cried to Hashem and you said, Chatanu, we sinned because we, le we left Hashem and we served the Baal, the false gods and the Ashtarot, and now Hashem save us. And Hashem sent over the various times, he sent Gidon and Bedan, which means the son of Dan, Shimshon, and Yiftach the Giladite, and Shmuel, referring to himself in third person. And he saved you from your issues, Vateshu Betach, and you were able to dwell in security. Vatiru, and you saw that the Nachash, king of the Ammon nation, came on you and you said, No, we want a king. And behold, Hashem gave a king to you. If you fear Hashem and serve him and heed his voice and do not defy him, then both you and the king who reigns over you will be following Hashem and he will lead you. But if you do not heed the voice of Hashem, you defy his directive, Hashem's hand will be against you. This will be verified in the future. Now too, stand and see this great matter that Hashem is performing before your eyes. I'm going to show you something now, not just in the future. Is it not wheat harvest today, the middle of the summer? Although rain does not fall in Israel at this time, I will call to Hashem and He will dispatch thunder and rain. And you will know and see that your evil that you have performed is great in the eyes of Hashem to request a king for yourself. In other words, I will be proven correct that what you guys did was wrong. Shmuel called to Hashem and Hashem gave thunder and rain that day. And all the people feared Hashem and they feared Shmuel. And the nation turned to Shmuel and said, pray for us to your God that we will not die, for we have added evil unto all our sins for Ask our King. And Shmuel said to the nation, don't be afraid. Although you have done this evil, do not stray away from following Hashem and worship Hashem. Bechol with your whole heart. Velosasuru, do not stray. Ki for if you do so, then it would be following emptiness that will not avail and will not bring deliverance for they are empty. In other words, don't go after toe, don't go after empty stuff. Hashem will never leave his nation for his great name. They are his great name. Or for the sake of his great name. As Hashem has decided to make you his people. I too, far, from, far be it from me to sin against Hashem, to cease to pray on your behalf, and I will instruct you on the good and right path. Although you have a king, I am now no longer the political leader, but I'm a religious leader. Ach Hashem, only fear Hashem and serve him truly with all your heart. For see that which he had done greatly for you. But if you do evil, both you and your king will perish. Careful, friends. Be careful.